Whether you'll be shopping in stores this holiday weekend or online in your PJs from the comfort of your living room, today's episode is a calorie-free feast for you to enjoy. You'll get tons of goodness without any of the guilt as I share my top episode recommendations from 2020 for you to feast on today on episode number 310. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business? Something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Welcome back, and thanks for joining me for today's podcast feast. 2020 has been quite a year. So many things in our lives have had to be done differently or bypassed altogether. My kiddos have had to adjust to learning from their laptops at home since the spring, and the debate about who's hogging the most Wi-Fi is a near-daily occurrence. My oldest, a high school senior, is missing out on senior year experiences, though she's absolutely relishing distance learning. My youngest, on the other hand, is far from enjoying this new way of learning. She's been asked to start her high school year devoid of friends and all the feelings associated with starting a new school. My husband got to move back home after working out of town for the latter half of 2019 and took a promotion at work. My mom sold her house in lieu of a fifth wheel trailer, which she's parked on our property since it's just her at home as my dad's been in full-time care for a number of years now. And my dad has had to adjust to living without our frequent visits or home-cooked meals since the nursing home has been locked down since spring. And because he's so hard of hearing, even phone calls have been really difficult, so he's pretty much been by himself during this whole pandemic. So these are some of the changes my loved ones have experienced this year. Yet for me, I'll have to admit that very little has changed. I still get to work from home, choosing which hours I work, and hand-selecting clients and projects that I absolutely adore. I still have the freedom to choose which room in our house I want to work from as I chase the sunniest spots throughout the day. I still get to connect with amazing humans on Zoom and get to be curious on every podcast interview. And this podcast has literally been a constant state of joy and fulfillment. To date, there are 57 episodes for you to enjoy from this year alone, spanning three seasons the tail end of a season three with seven episodes, season four with 35 episodes, and this newest season, number five, which launched two months ago on September 28th with 15 episodes so far. So with 57 episodes to choose from, how on earth did I narrow down what I wanted to share with you on this feast today? Well, believe me, it was not easy. It almost felt like I was choosing which of my children to put into the spotlight. My preference, of course, would be that you take a listen to all the episodes from 2020. 
However, I wanted to respect your precious time this holiday weekend and provide you with some inspiration and actionable content to make the last month of 2020 one of your best. To see your written version of today's holiday feast, just head over to youngpratt.com slash 310. In choosing which episodes to share with you, I categorize them into four different sections. The first, kids as content creators. The second, productivity. The third, content amplification and repurposing. And four, building a business based on the real you, one that amplifies your awesome. So let's start at the top with one of my favorite topics, kids as creators and entrepreneurs. For those of you newer to the podcast, you may not know that I ran a brick and mortar performing arts school for 17 years before coming into this online space in 2017. During those years, I published two versions of my podcast, Raising Smart Kids and Raising Smart Kids 2.0, which I resurrected to support the launch of my first book, Raising a Superhero. Those podcasts were really focused on kids and nurturing their growth and development through the arts. And once upon a time, this very podcast was called Our Young Creators. The focus was on kids and the contributions they can make in the realm of content creation. The focus of the podcast long before this year's pandemic and the need to give kids a positive way to use their digital devices was on empowering kids to turn their consumption time on those devices into creation time. If you're interested in learning more about our young creators and what that looks like today, head over to today's show notes at youngpratt.com slash 310. On the show notes, I've shared two episodes for you to dive into right away. The first, episode 272, Helping Our Kids Navigate This New Norm Using Technology. And it really went back to my roots as creating content for our young creators on how we can help kids navigate these big changes in education and what it could mean for them, how it could shape their futures if they learn to embrace technology and use it in a meaningful way. And the second episode I have for you is 285, Raising Creators. And the name really speaks for itself. It's about how do you and I work together to raise this next generation of entrepreneurs. When I have conversations with other parents, one of the topics that always comes up is kids and devices and on how we can teach our kids to really embrace their gifts and use those gifts for good by starting their own businesses, no matter what they might look like. So if you're interested in raising your kids or the kids you know and helping them embrace this idea of entrepreneurship and what it could mean for them, then definitely take a listen to that episode. All right, as we wrap up 2020, some of the most frequently asked questions I get are, how do I possibly get so much done? As a human design projector, I've learned that my role in this life is to guide others and not do all the work because I have very limited energy to do all the things. And I've had a very long and complicated relationship with productivity and my compulsion to just do more and more and more over the years. 
I'm now able to embrace my projectorness because of what I've learned from many, many mentors, including Dave Crenshaw and Darren Hardy on my quest to improve productivity. And I have three episodes that you can dive into to unpack some of the ways in which I've been able to improve my productivity. I've been doing more experiments recently about increasing productivity and would love to share them on future episodes of the podcast. If that's of interest to you, definitely come over to today's show notes at youngpratt.com slash 310 and let me know so I can create those episodes for you. So on the show notes, I have three episodes waiting for you. The first is episode 270, the time tracking experiment. Now, this is a different experiment that I've been doing recently. However, it's very valuable nonetheless. If you're curious about how you spend your time throughout the day, definitely take a listen. Next, I have episode 271, Increasing Productivity with Time Blocking. Once you know where you're spending time, where you need to spend more time, and where you need to spend less time, how do you increase it by doing similar tasks together? That's what you're going to find out on episode 271. And then lastly, in this trilogy, I have episode 275, Increasing Productivity and Time Management with Rhythm Calendars. If you want to know what a rhythm calendar is, what it looks like, or how it can help you in your business to improve not just productivity, but how you and your staff manage your time, it's definitely one you're going to want to listen to. One of the things I'm enjoying so much right now is guiding and brainstorming with clients on the multitude of ways you can monetize the content you've already created through my content CPR framework. When I take clients through this framework, they come to understand the acres of diamonds or the gold mine they're sitting on with the content they've already created. And how cool is it to be able to take the content you already have and repurpose it in a new way? So this section is all about how you can take different kinds of content and do more with it. So it has a longer shelf life and more people get to see your content. And by the way, if you're wanting to learn more about the ways in which you can monetize your content, head over to today's show notes and let me know. Just leave me a comment And I'll reach out personally so we can hop on a phone call to talk about your content. So let's start with episode number 267, Your Content Runneth Over. This episode really kind of starts the process with getting you to think about your content as more than one thing. If you visualize a champagne fountain at a wedding, and you substitute the flowing champagne for your content, that's literally what I'm diving into, but definitely go tune into the details at 267. Number 268, I asked the question, does your content need CPR? With my content CPR framework, my clients really discover quickly that they have so much content already that they don't need to create more content. They just need to refocus their time and energy on repurposing and giving their content some new life in the world. And that's number 268. Number 284, why content repurposing is vital to your business. 
Now, if you're not already repurposing your content, or maybe you think it's difficult to start, or you're not sure how to begin, you'll definitely want to take a listen to 284 because I talk about all the ways that content repurposing really is essential for your business. Then we move on to episode number 286. And this is my personal confession to you about my love-hate relationship with content repurposing. Now, as Dr. Content, you may be wondering why I would hate content repurposing. Find out more about that relationship on 268. Now, starting on episode 287, I talk about specific ways to repurpose specific kinds of content. Number 287 is three ways to repurpose blog posts. 288, podcast repurposing in three easy tips. 289, get more eyeballs on your videos with these three tips. 290, five easy ways to get more readers for your books. And then of course, 291, three steps to start repurposing today. So if you are a video creator, if you're a podcaster, if you're a blogger, definitely go back and listen to the episodes in this section in particular to get more ideas on how you can turn your one piece of content into more. Because the one thing I don't want you to do is to work too hard creating content or feel like you have to keep churning content out because when you learn to repurpose it and there's a strategy behind that and then you add in some tools and you add in some automations and some systems, business gets really magical and it feels really easy. So take a listen, come over to today's show notes and ask your questions. Let me know if you wanna chat about your content. Before wrapping up this episode completely, I want to remind you of what's waiting for you on this most recent season, number five. If you're someone that's tired of building a business on other people's terms or their ideas, and you want to build a business based on the real you that gets to show up and shine your light every day, then season five is a must. I would recommend you start with the final episode of season four, number 294, entitled, Will the real you please stand up? That's followed, of course, by the season five trailer, which you can listen to as well, talking about what season five is all about. So if you're keen to hear examples of business owners just like you building businesses around everything that makes them awesome, season five is definitely for you. On episodes 295 through 309, You'll hear parts one and two from seven amazing humans and business owners, all of whom have made pivots, big or small, in their businesses so that they could serve the world in a bigger way. And I even snuck into the launch episodes to share part one of my entrepreneurial journey and celebrating the big milestone, our 300th episode. You'll hear part two of my story on the final episode of the year. Well, there you have it, my friend, a podcast feast for you to enjoy this holiday season. I'd love to hear which episode or episodes resonated most with you. Come on over to today's show notes at youngpratt.com slash 310. Tell me your favorites. Ask questions about kids and content, 
about productivity, or even about how you can monetize, repurpose, and automate your awesome content. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode, for supporting this podcast, for being a sounding board for all my crazy experiments and the countless messages, emails, and texts from all of you sharing how this podcast has helped you on your journey to amplify your awesome. Next week, we're diving into a topic that few of us think about regularly. It's a topic that has the potential to help you thrive as an entrepreneur or one that may cause us to struggle if we neglect it. And I'll introduce you to an awesome entrepreneur that has simplified and has changed the way we view this very topic. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any tips, tricks, or secrets on building a business based around your awesome. Hey, and while you're there, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you think of the show. And until next time, my friends, go out there today and amplify your awesome.